Yay! Hi, Cynthia. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I know, like, we just saw each other. Like, we weren't talking, like, 15 minutes before. <laughs> this is so um, weird. I've never done this before. <laughs> so a lot of people may show up, but probably not. Let's see. Rick is trying again. <laughs> Okay, Rick, I can now see your RC logo. So that's a good thing because we didn't see that before. So that's like a little black screen on the corner. Well, I can see his logo, but we can't hear him either. So I don't know. Hello, Um, hello. Oh, I can hear you. Do you not want to show your pretty face? My pretty face, Lord of mercy. I don't know what is going on. My computer is possessed. I was just broadcasting. Mm, okay, whatever. <laughs> You're really going to be. Hey, Melanie, how are you? Are you I'm, I'm really, feeling, really, really not going to be on the show with your I'm face? I'm feeling with every setting I possibly can. Do you want to log <laughs> off and then log back in? Do you need to clean your camera with Cynthia's? <laughs> I put grease on my camera. That's, I have Vaseline all over it. That's what I have. <laughs> Wait, wait, this is just too funny. So Cynthia comes on. She's never done this before, right? To live stream. And I'm like, why is this so like blurry? She's like, let me clean it. And she literally takes her finger, her thumb. <laughs> she starts cleaning try, um, it. I'm going to try a different Hey, mouth. Tom, so not mm-hmm. tech savvy it's, at all. not even tech savvy. That's glass. Like, not- <laughs> I'll be back. I'm going to try a different browser. That's so funny. Okay, Rick, whatever. Okay, so Melanie, thank you for being here. And since you're the only one here, but anyone who's is watching this on the replay or whatever, clearly Rick is having technical difficulties or he's trying not to do the show. <laughs> I can't figure it out. Andrea's going to be here a little bit later. She is trying to get back from whatever she's doing and she's going to come on the show hopefully in a little bit too. So, but um, while I'm here, let me just say hi to Cynthia, Cynthia Yvette. I was going to say Ruiz, but it's Lopez, Lopez. Um, Cause she married. Um, well, on my Facebook, it'll be Ruiz Lopez. Oh, is it? See, I'm not crazy then. Okay. No. <laughs> is on the show. And we're going to talk about um, something that I think she's great at, which is, uh, time management. I know that sounds like a really boring subject, but you, you'll see what I mean when we get there or whatever. But before I start, oh, hi, Kevin Vasquez. Um, let me also say that the reason why I know Rick is like pretending he's having technical difficulties because I asked him to be the producer on my show so that I don't have to worry about captions and clicking and chats and all this other stuff. And so... He said yes, and now he's not here. So I don't know, but no, Rick is cool. So I know he's having some issues or whatever. Um, So welcome to All About the Joy. I'm so psyched to be here. Let me first give a shout out to all the people. I was so surprised. Cynthia, I know you have social media. Andrea does not. Rick is all over social media as well. But, um, you know, it's really hard to start a new page. It's really hard to start any type of small business or whatever. And yeah, I'm doing this for fun. But it's really hard when you ask people to support you, right? I'm not asking for money. I'm just asking you Mm -hmm. to click on a page and follow me so that I can get the numbers. You know what I mean? But I'm always surprised by the people that actually do it. And then I'm equally as surprised by the people that I always support who don't show up for you. Does that ever happen to you? Cynthia, are you like scared or something? (laughs) Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like there, there'll be a lot of people I'll follow and stuff like that. 
<clears throat> and I don't even get a follow or like or anything on my post. It's annoying, right? So I was really surprised. Ooh. You're so cute because you're a little bit nervous, huh? Don't be nervous. Oh, no, no, I'm okay. <laughs> Hi, Tony. How you doing? <laughs> I can tell you're a little nervous because usually you talking like a lot, like you interrupted me. I'm just trying to see if this is Rick. Uh, Rick is saying this is so frustrating. It's okay, Rick. I'm just messing with you. It's all good. You got to. I think everyone's it. having technical difficulties because your camera keeps freezing up too. I can hear you fine. No, that might be you your. So remember, you said earlier you didn't know if you, your internet connection that might be. Yeah, mine is so end. messed up. Yeah, no, that's okay. Um, hi, Nancy. Oh, I appreciate you, Nancy. Thank you so much. Melanie is asking any updates on the couple from the first broadcast. I don't even know what you're talking about. I'm like, girl, what's the gossip? What, <laughs> uh -oh, what couple did you have on there? I didn't have a couple on the first broadcast. I guess I'm, I don't know. Uh, Melanie, you know what? If Rick ever gets on the show, maybe I'm sure he's <laughs> listening. So we'll get. Him to tell me what you're talking about because my brain. Oh, Julio, Julio. I don't got no update. I made up those names because I didn't. You got to ask him. Weren't you <laughs> on his show? He wrote, okay, Cynthia. So Rick has a show. It's he's very religious, um, very Christian, I should say. Not, I don't know if religious, but he has a show and he does, you know, kind of quotes from the Bible, stuff like that. You know, things mm -hmm. I have nothing to do with at all. But <laughs> but he has all these people that follow him or whatever. And he has, you know, it's kind of, it's cool. It's kind of a cool service thing that he does every day. And um, one day he asked on his Facebook page or something, and he was being very cryptic. And he was asking this question about relationships or whatever. And I was like, can we just oh, give he was asking for a friend. <laughs> right? That's what I was saying. But, um, so I gave them names and now it's become a thing. You know what I mean? Like, hashtag Julio and Lucia. And I'm like, I was just like, can we just give them names? And I just came. But they're actually kind of a cool name, Julio and Lucia. You know what I mean? So, yeah. But yeah, I have no updates. There will be no updates because I don't know anything about the, all the drama and go ask Rick. And he's not on the show because he's having technical difficulties. <laughs> all right. Um, okay. Let me just do a couple of announcements. It was three announcements. But oh my god, here he is. Let me give a grand <laughs> grand introduction to Mr. Rick Costa. Hey, hey. I'm using my stupid ugly laptop camera instead of my nice one. It's not working. It's weird. I don't know what to say. Let's just move on. <laughs> Are you sad? No, I'm just annoyed. Hey, Nancy. Are you able to handle all the chat and everything else or not? Let's see if I could, if I got the power. If you got the power. Okay, it's back to three announcements. So it's now now I do have three announcements to make before we start the show, even though Cynthia and I have been chit-chatting anyways. Um, by the way, uh, people are asking in the chat about updates on Julio and Lucia. And I said they need to go to your show and have that conversation because I'm I don't know anything. I'm just done. You know what I'm noticing on my camera? Let me get my thumb. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's a speck of that is so gonna be the joke now for everybody. Okay, if any of you noticed, um, Andrea, when she comes on, let me know because you know I'm all now in the camera and not paying attention. So whatever. Okay. Couple of announcements. The first one was to say thank you to Rick because Rick has offered to be my producer on the show. Oh my God, there's still a thing on my camera. 
I know. You guys don't see it? No. Oh, maybe it's on my computer. Oh, it's on my computer. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I don't have any superpowers. I'm clicking on the link on the chats and nothing's happening. Oh, you don't? All right. I'll do it. It's okay. Um, I don't want the chat on the screen, though. Oh, so you guys can't even see the chat. I see the chat on the side. Huh? Yeah, we can see it, but they can't see it. Oh, then that's not fun for them. So can they see it now? Yeah, they'll still be able to see as as no oh, one as rolling. they start um, scrolling or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, totally cool, no problem. Um, is this the best way to do the? Wait, Rick, why don't you have um, access? I sent you the access. I know. I don't know. I, I'm clicking, clicking. Nothing's happening. I don't know. Um. Okay. Let me see. You know what? I don't. I thought we settled this before. I did too. We'll just figure it out next time. I know, but I wanted it for today. I wanted to not do this today. (laughs) Hi, Kevin. I know, testing, testing. All right, well, Rick is going to produce my show someday. But I wanted to say thank you to you. I wanted to say thank you to the people that are supporting my show. But I wanted to give a little caveat. And I know Rick is going to be like, don't say that to people. But you know what? I thought about this, and I have to say it. Some people... um, I didn't realize I had a have oh. coffee with me thing on the podcast. And what? What happened? Did you guys just say something? No. Oh I no! Sorry, <laughs> I'm just trying to fix my screen. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Um, so I, I don't know what happened, but let me just say this: um, I do not need any money. So as much as I appreciate, a couple people sent me money through a have coffee with me thing that I've now didn't even know was up on my podcast, but. Also, uh, some people, because it's pretty easy to find my Venmo, sent me money. I don't, I'm good. I'm not doing this for money. I appreciate it. If you want to support me on the show, like Rick's going to hit me in two seconds. But if you want to support me on the show, what I really need is people to add me on YouTube. I need numbers. Get your mama, get your sister, get your brother, get your whatever, all your fake <laughs> accounts you have where you go and check out other accounts. You know what I mean? Use all those accounts and add me on all of those things. That's what's going to be really the best way to support me, support my podcast. Here's why. Ultimately, I would love, I would love, I would love to get an investor so that I could do this and not be working 50 hours a week, maybe do it twice a week, maybe have different ways of doing the show. Um, also, support my guests go to their websites oh see rick this is where you would go in and you would put the overlays that i have (laughs) carefully done so that people can see see here's cynthia's website if you want to go check it out it's cynthiayvettelopez.com and then i also have rick can i have both of them oh they just rickbosta.com if you want to support me support my guests that would be the better way to do it. So I just wanted to throw that out there and um, thank you for your support. I don't need any cash. If I need cash, I will be out here with a GoFundMe page. I promise. I, it's not even about humility. <laughs> People know me when I got money. I talk about it. When I don't have money, I'm like, I ain't got no money. Remember, I was there for you. Hook me up. Okay, I'm not like that. <laughs> you know what I mean, right? So, thank you, I don't lie. I am, I <laughs> Horrible. Okay. All right. So that was um, one, two. Please stop sending me money. Oh, look at the queen has arrived. Let's take a moment to welcome her. <laughs> hey, Andrea, how you doing? Hi, how are you? Hey, how are you? Nice to I'm just doing my new Hi. Your hair looks nice. Is that why you were late? Like, 
this is me. I've done nothing to my hair. Look. <laughs> oh, we're getting too much feedback, Rick. Why are we getting feedback from Andreas? Um, see, okay. See the circle gear thingy? Yeah. Everybody probably has it. Click on that. Go to yeah. audio. Are you talking to me or Andrea? Everybody. Everybody. Yeah. And it Go should to, be. Click audio and then click can echo cancellation should be on. So it should be blue. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine is right. that way. Are you yeah. still getting feedback? Uh, it's better oh. now. Go ahead. I think we're good. Um, hold on. I have like a mic. Hold on. Well, just okay. We'll wait for you. Talk Go ahead. amongst yourselves. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, oh, yeah, I still didn't get that comic book. I wanted to see. Them. Oh, the, oh god, the comic book from last week. Uh, oh god. <laughs> yeah, Ons, I think you're good. Maybe it was just me. Tony says he didn't hear any feedback. Okay. Okay. So I could have been just me. This is probably better anyway. I'll I'll uh, I'll plug it in. Yeah. You know what I'm really sad about? Okay. So. I'm going to do my best to answer the chats or whatever, but that was why I was asking um, Rick to be my producer because I don't multitask. I honestly don't believe anyone multitasks. Rick. I really do. I think it's a facade. People think, but I really get distracted easily. And so I really just want to have a conversation and that's a third announcement. And then we're done. And we're going to get to our um, interview and conversation. But if you want to be on the show, uh, again, please reach out to me. I'm psyched. I am going to have uh, my friend Jimmy, who's a cinematographer here in Hollywood, who's worked on some uh, pretty cool films. And he's also a director of his own films. He's going to be on the show in April. My friend Simon, who's in the UK, who's a big, huge sci-fi geek. So, Rick, that'll be one for me and you. <laughs> He's going to be on the show as well, hopefully sooner rather than later. So um, I have some other people who want to be on the show. So just reach out to me. And I would rather have you on the show than be worried about answering um, everybody's chat message as quickly as possible. So please don't get offended if I don't answer every single chat. I go back after the show and make sure I say hi to you and, and thank you or whatever. I'm acting like we have 40,000 people watching us. And I don't have time. I don't have time. Yes, Rick. Yes. I think I figured out maybe why I don't have my magic powers is because on this, remember some I've used a different browser? On this browser, I'm not logged into Restream. So let me go back to my other browser and then I'll be. Oh my God. Why are men so out. high maintenance? Like, <laughs> okay, Rick, do you want me to log you off or can't? Yeah, okay. okay. Rick, oh. Rick, <laughs> and he's gone. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So, Cynthia and Andrea, you guys know each other. This is like my family right here, my peeps. Um, Cynthia um, is, of course, people don't know this, but she's actually my cousin. So we've known each other for a long time, but we really became really close in the past, I don't know, what, 10 years? 10, yeah, take 10. 10 years, we became pretty close. Um, so I wanted to talk to you about time management. Well, why don't you tell people a little bit about yourself, what you do, and more importantly, what I'm interested in is your side hustle. Oh, <laughs> So um, I'm working administration right now at the hospital. Mm -hmm. um, You're in Boston. People should know. I'm in Boston. Yeah, Boston. So I'm one. Of, I'm in one of the big hospitals. Main one. I don't really want to say their name. Um, let's see. I just graduated from college and for anthropology. Um, mm -hmm. And my side hustle is scrapbooking and making cards. Okay, so one thing I'm going to tell you is that I think, um, and it might be too sensitive on my side, but 
your mic keeps hitting your shirt oh. and it keeps okay. making feedback. So it's all good. You might want to hold it or whatever. Um, but here's the thing. Your cards are amazing. So you hand me. Did you get one? <laughs> yeah. Remember I told you like um, when they were out here visiting and she sent me a card after? I might even have it. I still have mine. I still have mine. And I, I scanned it again. My producer, uh, <laughs> I, I scanned it in so that I could show it, but I don't know how to do it. So here's Rick. Let's see if we can get Rick back on. Hello, Rick. Welcome back to me. Yeah. So now do you have access? Now do you have access? I got to wait for somebody to type a chat. Somebody please type something. Well, there's nobody here now. They're all gone because it's taken too long to have the show, I guess. <laughs> It's okay. It's cool. Like, I'm fine do all it. of this first. <laughs> like, because like, I just told this so many people. <laughs> was like, what's wrong with her? She's crazy. Um, okay, so I don't understand the whole scrapbooking thing, Cynthia. Um, it's more of just like a mental, like health thing. So I basically just make. Oh, actually, show you right here. Yeah, but so don't you actually sense. go. You go to a thing and do it. Like you go, oh yeah, right. That's so cool. Um, yeah, so once a month, um, me and three of the girls meet up and we just kind of do our own thing. And so I usually make so, start doing the scrapbooking, which is basically just having certain photos um, and just making like a collage with it, making it look pretty and things like that that but I, okay but I you always on, you always downplay it but you you actually do stuff for other people like you're doing this whole wedding thing for this woman okay is, oh, am i the only one having problems so hearing her thing that i did can you hear me it's i hear like static kind of yeah it's, it's Andrea, static, you hear? i can understand <laughs> yeah i can understand it okay go ahead. talk about the wedding thing that you're doing yeah, we hear you. Uh, so the wedding thing is, I don't know if you've ever seen like on Pinterest um, where the bride will have a hanger for her dress and it has like her name and then um, the bride and then the wedding date. So that's what I did for her bridesmaids, for her and her bridesmaids. Oh, wow. I don't know what you're talking about because I don't do fancy weddings. So I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. And that's, I mean, that's a, that's a skill and a talent to be able to I like I don't even have yeah, it a does photo take some time of my children <laughs> or my wedding. I just have a box of pictures. So you know <laughs> which I most think, people do. <laughs> yeah, right. But being able to put it together in a way that looks lovely that makes people feel good when they look at it. I think that's a you know there's a real talent there. But there, I was also kind of, um, so one of the things I think is interesting is everyone tells Cynthia that she should be selling her cards. And um, oh, here, let me just go. If, if she doesn't sell her cards, but she should. But you you don't have a, an Etsy thing yet. You don't, you didn't do anything I asked no, you to not do, yet. Right? <laughs> No, because... <laughs> You know that Carmen didn't ask you to do this. Right. <laughs> 17 bullet points of what you need to do. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I'm just saying, if one of us, just one of us would make it big, one of us with a talent. 
and your itinerary when we came down. Celebrities or something. <clears throat> she had a whole itinerary, so you already know. <laughs> I know. I know how this goes. Okay. <laughs> Hello. All about the joy is Carmen's show. Okay. We don't beat up the host because I will click you off. Okay. <laughs> That's no. your talent, Carmen, is getting people in freaking line, right? That's Clearly right. not because we would be millionaires right now if she would just <laughs> do the cards. <laughs> just like everybody. See, I, I- not a business person, so I need a business person. I know, I but business. I am. <laughs> <laughs> Andrea is. That's the point. Y'all can be my my people, and then I'll you make do, cards. Look at look at you could do religious cards for Rick. You could do like Christian cards, all kinds. <laughs> and then we could get like a percentage. Yeah, I'm still here. Hold on. Okay. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> look at you know I'm just messing with you, but I I did suggest that you should. You know what I mean? Because yeah. but the thing that I like about you is. It doesn't matter when I call you or try to talk to you or anything. You are always in a joyful mood. You work 40, 50 hours a week in a job that I will just say is not easy because it's Mm -hmm. it's the doctor's office. It's emergency room thing, right? So you have a lot of pressure. And then on top of it, you have your family who is lovely. (laughs) (laughs) it's a family on the east coast her family is my family so that's what the joke is um but i mean you have a lot going on and then on top of it you have the side hustle and so i know for andrea i don't know about rick but i want to ask andrea about the side hustle thing how did you end up moving on from the job you had that we talked about last week which was from hell the recruiting job that you hated to finding your way to actually doing this full time. And I believe it was because you did your side hustle. You were doing it alongside your 40, 50 hour a week job. Yes. Um, and I had a 42 point plan from Carmen. No, I'm just kidding. Oh my God. <laughs> By the way, and I'm not paid for none of this advice. I just want you to know this is like free. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I worked... The side hustle, like, you know, I probably put in an extra 30 hours a week, staying uh-huh. up all night, like doing, you know, I was doing like YouTube videos and editing in the middle of the night when my kids were, my kids were toddlers. So I did that for a couple of years. Um, let's see. Yeah, a couple of years. And so I set a date. I, well, I saved money, obviously. That's an important part of it, right? And so I set a date where I was like, all right, on this day, I'm quitting. And then um, <laughs> I'm quitting. <laughs> and, you know, I kind of backed out of that. Like, what, what do I need to have in place? And so, and I didn't make the date. I was like, I'm just not ready, you know? And I was like, super, super bummed out. And then let myself be depressed for a little while. And then I just sort of, okay, I'm going to set another date. It's going to be far enough in advance. And I'm going to do all of the things that I think I need to do in order to right. get myself ready. Um, and so I followed through, I mean, it was still touch and go still is sometimes. Right. Um, but I gave, and then I ended up giving my notice, which was a big, I was like, okay, you know, once I give my notice, that's it. Yeah. I remember that. Um, But I gave like two months notice, you know, which was crazy, but I know it was stupid, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) hired and trained my replacement, all of that kind of stuff. But, um, it was really about figuring out for me, like, 
you know, what do I really need in terms of income? Right. And so there's Mm -hmm. what would I like? What would be replacement income? And what do I need? (laughs) Which is quite often a much smaller number. And I have learned to live quite honestly with a much smaller number. I don't, I don't think I have yet made in a year as much as I was making when I left. And that was Mm -hmm. in 2015. So I I, I think people think starting your own business is really uh, like everyone likes to glorify how great that is and how wonderful it'll be. And there is such a struggle in doing it. And I, you know, I don't know if I'm a big fan of people doing a side hustle. I mean, I think people should if they enjoy it like Cynthia does and yeah. really loves it, you know, and it's part of their heart. Um, but, you know, I love Gary V. Everyone knows I do. I do. Um, but this idea that I, I've just come to a different understanding that this idea that you have to like struggle and be in pain and suffering and whatever, if you really want to make it, I just think that's also a facade. Um, I think you have to work smarter and not work harder. Um, I've been working my whole life, you know, and I'm still not where I want to be financially, you know? Um, and I think that there's an important part of this that, Oh wait, Rick, I'm sorry. 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 I'm sorry. Sorry, Rick. Go ahead. No, I was trying to be funny saying, Oh, my life. I had to fight. (laughs) Like, Is that Harpo from the color purple, which is what? Carmen's favorite movie of all time. <laughs> oh, my life. <laughs> Andrea, what were you going to say? I'm sorry. I was just saying, like, you know, Cynthia clearly loves this. It's something that she is going to be doing, whether she's getting paid for it or not. And I think right. you don't have to monetize your thing that you love. You can if you want to. Well, she has to because that is my retirement plan. (laughs) But, you know, it can also take the joy out of it. Part of Carmen's plan. Right? There is a plan. It is all about the joy. So if all of a sudden it's like, oh, crap, I have orders for cards, you know, and it's all, it's like 1,700 of the same card and that's not fun for you. That's not joyous for you. I don't know. Then you you call Carmen. So... (laughs) Oh, Kevin, I would put up the chat. Okay, wait, I have to answer. Kevin wants, well, wait, Gary V would not like this view. Oh, okay. I thought you meant because the chat wasn't up, but you're talking about this viewpoint of the hustle. I got you. Go, ahead, go. You're right. He wouldn't. I love Gary V, but here's what I think would be great. He'd be okay with me disagreeing with him. He'd be fine with that. Andre, I'm sorry I cut you off. I'm trying to be good about the chat. So go ahead. <laughs> No, I was just saying there's, I mean, I don't know. You have to think about, like like you said, you're not a businesswoman. Do you really want to monetize this? And maybe it's like, I can make a few extra dollars and I'm happy doing that. And maybe it yeah. is. No, I want to go full force and try to make this a business. But you got to really understand what that means. And it might mean that it's not as fun for you as it is when you're just doing it because you like to do it. Right, exactly. I feel like anyone who has their own business should should never see it as a job because they love what they do. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so here's the thing. Let me chime I mean, in. Have your own business if you didn't love it. I know, but you know what? But that's not true. I mean, I just look at it. 
I know a lot of people who have their own businesses, right? Because they call me in to help them with their stupid businesses. But I mean, and even having my own little business, it's it's not that this is what I love to do. It's it's the skill level that I have that pays me exactly what I need and gives me the freedom I need to do what I need to do. But if I could get paid to do this and make the same money, of course I would rather do this. Um, I went to a theater production last night. Um and loved it and left being like, I need to get back on stage. And you don't get paid nothing in theater if you're in New York. I'm in LA. You really ain't gonna get paid nothing if you're, you really gotta do it because you love it. But if you could get paid to be performing, I'd rather do that. So everyone who has their own small business doesn't necessarily love it. You know, and it is work. I mean, I know Andrea loves what she does, but we've also had conversations of how much she's like, mm. it's not like if she had a million dollars, like if she won the lottery, it's not like she'd be like, no, Carmen, I got to keep doing my business. She would leave that like that. Well, and I think truly, I believe, and I say this without being, you know, whatever. I think most people who have their own business don't love what they do. Right. <laughs> I think that they are just they've done this. And so this is what they know how to do. Or you're maybe someone like me and maybe Carmen, where it's like, I'm practically unemployable at this point because I'm not coming into an office. I'm not having someone tell me what to do. You know what I mean? I've checked out and I've been out for so long that I, I'm just, I'm not going to do that. So it's the trade-off of frankly, making less money and having a different kind of stress. I mean, Carmen and I have talked about this. It's not that you have less stress. It's, a it's just a different kind of stress. Yeah. I will trade that stress of working for myself for the stress of, you know, again, I had a job that I absolutely hated. So it's a different, maybe a different situation, but Eric, wait, I got to say hi to the love. Yeah. I got to put him. I don't know. Oh, it won't. So Rick, it won't show up because he already typed hello. So it won't show up now on the screen. Cause I turned you it off. You can't click on the comment on the far right and give you an option to put it on the screen. That's what oh, I, thought I, I can do that. Here. Oh, so I'd rather I do that. That's what, I was That's what the producer would be doing, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Hi, Eric. Up, Eric. Miss you. Eric, you. Um, Eric, you got to be on my show. You're one of the few people I actually want to come on the show. No, I'm just kidding, people. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, wow. <laughs> All right. Hey, Rick. So we haven't heard from you about this. Um, I still what, work for the man. I don't have a. I work for the man. I don't have a lot to say. <laughs> Would you have your own business though? Is there something that you love that you would be like, yeah, I want to monetize this? Oh, he mm. does. He does his show. You love doing your show, Rick Costa. If you were getting paid a hundred grand a year, right, you wouldn't have to work for the man. True. True. Right. So yeah. you have no opinion whatsoever. It's okay. We can move on to the next question. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what I could contribute because I work for the man. Maybe you're not producing, you're not contributing. Why are you here, baby? What's going on? What's going on? I don't know male energy in the room, you know. <laughs> but you know what? Look, at, I, I, will say this. I was thinking about this, too, because it, it, I mean, this is kind of going off the subject. And Cynthia and Andrea, bear with me. But um, Rick, do you know who Peter, what's his last name? I forget. Peter. Okay, I don't know his last name, but do you know who Tannis is? If I say Tannis, Tannis is a Gua'uld in Star Trek SG-1. And if you saw his face, you would know oh. who he is. Okay, oh. so 
I reached out to him on LinkedIn. Okay, it's a TV show. And Andrea Richard Dean Anderson, who's MacGyver, was on this show. MacGyver was on and sci-fi geeks love this show more than they loved MacGyver. So just to give you a little what flavor. Is, well, I never saw MacGyver either, but what is what is the show? Stargate SG-1. It's like old, but it's great. Got it. Okay, but we... And Cynthia, are you too young to know who what MacGyver was? And, no, I know MacGyver. I never watched it, though. <laughs> okay. Anyway, <laughs> none of that matters. <laughs> 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 I'm so glad we're having this party. The whole point is, there's a guy on the show that played a Gwawold, which is a bad guy. His name is Tannis. He's on LinkedIn. I reached out to him because I want him to be on the show. I don't know if he'll be on the show because, but Rick, this was the coolest thing. He was studying to be a doctor and then became an actor and a kind of successful actor and then went back to school to my um, UVM. That's how I figured out who he was, um, University of Vermont, um, and is now the anesthesiologist over at Cedars here in Los Angeles. So he left act. I know. I'm like, this is Tim. Wow. This is like a bad guy on my show that I love. <laughs> but I would love to talk to him about that kind of transformation. And only geek people like you and me would know mm-hmm. who he is. You know what I mean? And what does he do medically? Everybody would like to know who he is, but I'm sorry. What does he do medically? What does he do? He's an anesthesiologist. So if you go into surgery, he's uh, the guy who has literally. Those are life. like the highest paid doctors. Yeah, the high, and he he has your your life in his hand, literally. Yeah, nah, that's a go old. He ain't doing that to me. Right. <laughs> and the thing is, people who watch the show, but, but you would know by his face who he is. Um, mm. And again, I. I, I thought I, I would have shown that to you, but I don't know how to do the desktop thing. But again, I don't want to do it. But anyways, I want to have him on the show um, as well. So I reached out to him. I don't, you know, we'll see if he responds, but that would be cool to talk to him at some point in the future. I'm trying to Google him, but I don't. Oh, know. well, um, why are you trying to Google him? I don't know. I just want to Because I said he was a good man, huh? Because I said he was good. I was like, anesthesiologist, huh? <laughs> what is that requiring? I watched SG1 last year or year before I got hooked, right? Oh, I am I am so hooked. <gasps> Mr. Gales is in the house. Shut up. Hello there, friend. We love you. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, Andrea and Cynthia, you don't know who Chris Gales but you should. You should know who. Hi, Chris Gales. Is that a guitar I see? Oh, musician. Andrea, you would love him. You would love this man. Um, but, yeah, two, uh, Tannis is a guault. He was on, like, recurring or whatever. Yes, that's him. Yes. <laughs> Good-looking man, right? He was an anesthesiologist. He's never going to come on the show if he watches. I told him. I ruined it. I'm so sorry. Wait, I'm laughing now because I'm like, I told him, you know, maybe later on, if you get a little bit bigger, he's going to watch the show and be like, that bitch is crazy. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. Yes. Oh my God. Teal. Yeah. Okay. We're going to start geeking out to all the people who watch uh, SG1. I love that Chris Gales watches SG1 too. 
Andrea and Cynthia, that's your homework, honey. Next time you come on the show, we need you to be into SG1 so we can all talk about it. Richard Dean Anderson, you guys know who he is, right? Yeah. Cynthia's like, honey, I'm not young. <laughs> I am young. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, he was so good looking back in the day, and now he's I think he's still good looking, but he's like in his 70s. And he's exactly the same as he was on the show. Like, I don't think he was acting because I was watching a few of his videos. Like, he's doing interviews. And I'm like, he's exactly. See, and that's what I mean. A lot of people get jobs that they love to do. And I don't know how he got into acting. So it's not about him. But this idea that the people who become successful and do the jobs that they love to do just to bring it back full circle it's not that they worked harder than any one of us. I think there's another element in it. And even though I hate uh, the word luck, I'm starting to believe there's something else because I myself, and I know too many other people who worked really hard, have overcome so much, who have done so much, and they're still not in the place they want to be. I know I've said this before. I'm not, I'm not in the place that I want to be success wise. Um, it's not really even about money. It's about getting up every day and doing something I truly enjoy. Um, and no offense to my clients or the all the staff and people that I work with. It you know it's exhausting to keep explaining the same thing over and over again. But you know enough about me for a moment. Um, <laughs> I don't want people to get upset. But um, okay, I wanted to talk about some business cliches that you guys might hate or have heard too much of. And I'll give you an example. This is a, a great example of what I hate doing. So I have learned, why does it say hide message from the stream? Oh, because I have Chris Gale's thing up. Um, Rick, is that what it is? A, a particular message? Because I have Chris Gale's message up here. So oh, how do I take on the screen. Yeah, hide, we'll take it off. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So it, it kept showing me a thing and I was like, you know, why is that doing that? Um, oh, look at Eric. Eric, it's all about the journey, not the destination. Baby, I know. But throughout the journey, I need to have more joy and more money. I'm just saying. I'm, <laughs> done. I'm so done. I'm done. I'm done of the struggle. Like, I am the queen of it's about the journey. I, I'm getting too old. I'm I don't want to be on the journey with a stick and my, you know, crap and a handkerchief. Like a like a hobo. I know, you know right? what I mean? I'd like to be driving a Bentley on that journey. Just a little bit. I don't even need it for a little while. Like just, just five minutes. It's true though. Um, so this past week I had uh, one of the teams that I work with, um, I asked them to do something and they were like, oh, I'm just so busy. I'm so busy. And anybody who knows me knows that my pet peeve is people saying that they're too busy. Why? First of all, take it out of your lexicon. Is that the right word? Lexicon? Out of your vocabulary, whatever it is. When you say you're too busy, all your, first of all, you're acting as if you're the only person on the planet that is overwhelmed with whatever it is they're doing. That's number one. Number two, all it means is you're not a priority to me. That's all it means. And I, like, it was like the third time. And I'm the kind of person now that I'm like, oh, you're too busy? Okay, good. I'm done. 
figure it out on your own. Done, done, done. I was like, I don't care. And of course, the thing came back and slapped them in the ass as you knew it would because you have experience. That's why you were telling them this thing. So my pet peeve is people saying the word or saying, using the word busy as an excuse for not prioritizing correctly. So I didn't know if any of you had any of those things that kind of bother you at all. And that's okay if they don't, but. It does, no. Oh. I think it's, I'm too busy for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have time to do what you want to do. You Isn't that funny how miraculously you have time to do everything you want to do? You just mm-hmm. have time for it, but stuff you don't want to do, oh, I'll get to it later, and then you procrastinate. But when you want to do it, oh, I have time. I love the people who are like, oh, I couldn't get that done. I was so busy. And then in the next breath, they're talking about the show that they just sat and watched from beginning to end, all the episodes, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't. (laughs) They've been watching everything. (laughs) They're like, oh, did you see whatever latest show is on Netflix? I'm like, what? (laughs) No offense. Everyone can do whatever they need to do. But Rick, you're absolutely right. I agree with you. I add the four on the end of that. Wait. For you. What, I said. what Rick said. Oh, what Rick said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it for you? Yeah, for you. Um, Andrea, were you going to chime in or Cynthia? No. I mean, I don't, I don't really <laughs> mind if people say that. It doesn't really bother me, honestly. Like, it just is one of those things where I'm like, uh, you know, and, and you said prioritize correctly. And I was like, well... I don't mind if I'm not a priority. That's fine. Cause you know what? Most of oh, me, you know, no. like most people aren't priority for me either. So it's like, you do you, I'll do me. That's fine. I don't yeah, know. No, this is in a work environment about it. Yeah, I'll say that again. Like, even if, in a work environment, yeah, if, I think I'm still pretty know, chill. I don't think it's yeah, a way like, to be- do something with you, then just about it. Like, why do they always have to sugarcoat yeah. it? That aggravates me. Yeah, that's true. Yep. I hear that. I'm sorry I talked over you, but for some reason I'm getting like a weird feedback, but I think it's just on my end. So I'll try to clean it up in the recording afterwards. Um, I think it matters, especially when I'm hired to do a job. So for me, Andrea, I mean, I know what you're talking about. I'm not talking about our friendships or whatever. No, I'm I'm talking about work too. For me at work, I'm in charge of a team and I'm trying to help that team. And then when I'm telling Mm -hmm. someone that they need to do something and it's the third time to me, that's a big deal. Um, Chris Scales, I don't drink myself, but I hate it when sitting down with someone who is sipping on their eighth $5 drink complaining about their... Oh! Oh, my God! Yes! 1,000% on that one. (laughs) Ooh, if I had that thing where you could do the clap, I wouldn't use it, but I'm just saying that was... (laughs) That's for sure. Um, Someone said the other day to... uh, (laughs) This totally... Freaks me out, but people, because because I realize they haven't watched a movie and that bums me out, but then also they haven't thought it through. When people say, you shouldn't take it personally. I didn't mean it personally. This is business. <laughs> so I turned, and this was like to a client, I turned around and I said, you know what that whole saying is? All that saying is, is making you feel better about what you're saying to the person. Because no matter who you're talking to, if you're about to fire someone and you're like, you know what? Don't don't take it personally. This is just business. It's a business decision. It's personal to the person who is being fired because they're not going to be able to pay their mortgage. They're not going to be able to whatever they need to do because they're not going to get a check. And it's always personal. I don't know who came up with that, 
but I bet it was a CEO somewhere. Some, you know, the man as Rick likes to call him, <laughs> the man, because it does, it, it makes, it, it excuses what you're about to do to somebody. And it gives you like an excuse and it says, you know what? I'm about to do something bad to you or make you feel bad. So, but don't take it personal. It's just business. So that's another more, probably a consultant in, came up with that. <laughs> for more in-depth information on that, Carmen actually has a YouTube video all about it. Go check it out on her YouTube. Oh, look at oh, look at Rick playing producer. <laughs> I do. That was from like a year ago, right? I still remember. Oh, mm, okay. Yeah, um, Andrea, what were you saying? Oh, you were saying that you think a consultant came up with that. Yeah, I was joking. I was like, you yeah. said it was probably a CEO, and I said it was probably a consultant. Yeah. It's not personal. It's just business. Tell them that. Cynthia, how many times have you heard that in your life working for somebody? It's not personal. It's business. Um, If you haven't, that's good. I actually haven't because I haven't been fired from a job or let go from a job. And I'm always honest with everybody at work. So, mm-hmm. I mean, let me know. I text messages from you just recently and see if we can <laughs> share to what you just said. Here it goes. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Backpacker. <laughs> Are you sure that's what you want to reply? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I said work, not family. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, okay. I was on LinkedIn yesterday and this young man, I don't know if he's young. I don't know. And I'm assuming he's a man, Um, but he wrote out and I had to giggle. This is so cute. He wrote out harsh truths. I know at 32 (laughs) that I wish I knew at 22. (laughs) And then you want to reply, bless your heart. (laughs) I didn't. I, I, I did it. So here's the thing. I don't want to say his whole name because it's not that I'm dissing what he wrote. I love that he wrote it. And it's like 20 of them. I mean, he wrote a whole bunch and I highlighted, I'm not going to read them all, but I just want to see what you all felt about some of these just to make sure a lot of the people that were responding were clearly under 32. <laughs> so, mm. Well, and you know what, I'm going to, before you even read them, I'm yeah. going to say, you know what, good for him for even trying to learn. That's right. <laughs> so That's right. And good for him for having the courage to write these out. I added him as a friend because I want to meet up with him in 10 years and be like, Sahil, remember when you wrote this all out? <laughs> some of them are good. There are some that are actually really good. So wisdom beyond his years. But I'm not going to say his last name because I don't want to whatever. But so one of the ones he wrote was, uh, most of your friends aren't really your friends. They're just along for the ride when it's fun or convenient. Your real friends are there for you when you have nothing to offer. Now, before you react, number nine, <laughs> just, most of us need fewer friends and more intellectual sparring partners. Friends are easy to come by, but intellectual sparring partners question our assumptions and force us to level up. So I just thought it was an interesting thing about friendship, and I wanted to hear what you guys thought about it. Andrea, my, my friends are my intellectual sparring partners, or they, or else they're not going to make the cut. <laughs> okay, we're done with that. That's exactly the point. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> ditto. <laughs> right. Cynthia's <laughs> answer. Ditto. Rick. Yeah. No. Like the first part, I agree. Like as long as you have something to offer, 
everybody's your friend, but then let's say you go broke. Oh yeah, sorry. Oh, you know, I got what you know more. Um, which is you know really that's crappy human behavior. I think you know when you need somebody, mm-hmm. you know be there for them because then guess what? Next time you might be the one that's in, in trouble. You know they're gonna be, they're gonna remember. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember what you did to me. So yeah, but um, I also agree with the eagles don't hang out with chickens. You know what that means? No, is that a Bible thing? No. Oh, eagles! What eagles don't look at me? Twelve years of Catholic school. I've read yeah. my Bible from cover to cover. Yeah, I swear yeah. to God, I have. And I'm like, is that a Bible thing? We always we always view <laughs> eagles as these majestic birds. Like we have respect for them. Right there, like way up. Okay. There. And chickens are like, you know, buck, buck, buck. we don't have a whole lot of respect for them. They just you know, just clucking chickens. But, you know, if you want to you want to be with eagles, you know, if you want to be like an eagle, you got to hang out with the eagles. You don't hang out with the chickens, with the knuckleheads. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know. I get it. I totally get it, but I just don't. That's classic. Okay, wait, we're talking over each other. Oh, what? Sorry, sorry. Wait, oh, yeah, you say I like what Christopher wrote. Yes. Yeah. In the chat. Not, okay. Chris Gale said, new thing, thing I recently heard is if you are not showing up for me while I'm struggling, don't expect a backstage pass when I make it. That is, um, what's his name? Will Smith. It's a variation of what Will Smith said. Mm-hmm. Um, and whether you like Will Smith or not. That was one of the most brilliant things he said. That's a variation of it. So, but um, yeah, I'm sorry. We were all talking over each other. So it gets a little bit hard. So if you see someone's lips open, just wait so that they can talk. (laughs) Cynthia, what were you going to (laughs) say? Rick, I'm going to take you off the show. (laughs) You're useless today. (laughs) No, I was just saying that I liked what Christopher wrote. Okay, Chris Gale, yeah. It's so weird, I guess. I, I never call him Christopher. Rick, did we always call him Christopher? No, no it's Chris Gale, right? Just Chris, yeah. He's just very formal on Facebook today. Um, <laughs> um, Andrea, you were going to say something else about friendships? I think you kind of put it all together in a nice... Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, it's, and I guess I was joking about what... Um, what Rick said, I was like, that's classist, right? <laughs> like some <laughs> some chickens are very smart and have a lot of classy conversation. Um, <laughs> I know some classy chickens. Okay. I'm offended. <laughs> no, I mean, I just, I, I mean, you know me, Carmen. I was never one to have really superficial friendships. So I never really had to worry about that whole scene where like people are hanging out with me for whatever because I don't I never really had anything to give to be honest so um yeah I don't know I just always chose friends uh based on quality over quantity I suppose yeah I think the problem I mean like if I were to respond to his LinkedIn post I would have said something you need to understand what your definition of friendship is and I think that's really where the problem is is people call everybody their friend Mm. but the real test of any friendship or any relationship really isn't when things are easy it's when things are hard and if there's one thing I have learned in my entire life is um, everyone wants to be around you when everything is good and fine and people be cordial and nice or be all up in your business because they think you're cool or whatever but then the minute you fall 
some of those people, most of those people won't be there to hold you up, not just to help pick you up, but I mean, hold you up, you know? Um, I have to give a shout out to Dennis Scala. Um, um, he's on LinkedIn and he added my podcast the other day and, um, Rick, well, I think, oh, you've all read my book and I'm not pushing my book at all, but, um, Dennis Scala is my, he was my camp counselor when I was 12 years old and um, I'm still in touch with him. And, um, and, and I always think about the people that are still in my life who I actually consider friend. Maybe I don't talk to them every day or every week or whatever, but, um, I'm in touch with them. Those people are my friends and those people are more my friends than people who think they talk to me on a regular basis, who think they're my friends. But I know that if something were to happen to me, they would never show up. You know what I mean? They would never show up. You know what I mean? So, but he was there at a critical moment in my life when, you know, he didn't have to be. Um, so I think the definition of friendship is really the, the thing you have to clarify for yourself. I'm not telling other people what friendship is to them, but I think that's the problem. Um, maybe people confuse acquaintances with friendship. I don't know. Um, I would always say when you go to the hospital or jail, then you find out who your real friends are. Oh, and jail is the real one. Yep. Jail is the real one. Because mm-hmm. I'm not going to visit you in jail. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's because Carmen's going to be there with you in jail. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be leading the way. Ooh, look at Cynthia getting a little frisky. <laughs> minutes in. <laughs> a real Cynthia comes out. <laughs> but it's true. No, no, I would totally. Uh, but the, the jail thing is a big one because I, I remember... Uh, how many people were just discarded when we were growing up because they were in jail, just discarded, you know, incredible, which the irony is, is a lot of people that end up getting out of jail who are good and decent people, but made a mistake and we can, or the system, you know what I mean? We can go down that whole thing, but a lot of people who end up coming out of jail, are there's good, decent people who just want another shot. Yeah. And end up being, I mean, I have a friend on Facebook and I won't say his name because I don't know if everybody knows, but he was, well, he did a whole movie about it, but let me shut up. But I mean, he is, uh, you know, a writer in Hollywood and has done scripts and he made a movie and he's like friends with a whole bunch of people. And Dre, I think you know who he is, but you know, one of the most wonderful people I've ever met. And he was in jail, you know, uh, for stealing lots of money, lots and lots of money. Um, anyways. Okay. I thought this was another good line, or let's see what you think. Um, we should all stop talking about how many books we read last year. It's much more impressive to read one book and have it deeply impact you than to read a hundred books and not feel a thing. Let me tell you, people who read books are snobs. <laughs> like we're just, I, I agree with that a hundred percent. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but you're big readers, right? Cynthia and Andrea. I don't know about Rick. Not really. Um, I actually just started getting into books, actually. Um, Who sent you a book recently? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, like, I sent her spare. I sent her spare. I was just that, um, I think reading a book um, that really makes you feel something, something that you really get into is more important than reading thousands of books. Yeah. I agree. Andrea doesn't agree. Hmm. No, I, 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 
Just stop policing what people are doing, man. If people want to read 100 books and are thrilled with themselves, fantastic. Uh, <laughs> if they want to read one and really get into it, that's great, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of over, though. Like, if you're ever on, like, um, what's the, I hate, I don't even know what the name of it is because I stay off of it. Not Amazon, but there's the other one where it's all the group people and... Anyway, it doesn't matter, but they're always like, oh, I just read this book. And they read it so fast. Like, that's the thing. Like, I get jealous because I'm like, I don't read that fast. They're like, oh, we're going to read this next week. Do you want to join our reading group? No, because I'm not going to read the book by then. It'll be like four months later. <laughs> like, that's when I'll have time to read the whole book. So I hear you, Andrea. Andrea is so chill and cool. All right. Well, I love books, but, you know, and I would love, I like, to hear what other people are reading about and it's all interesting to me but you know i that's like competitive reading yeah mm. is a little dumb and and i just said don't to, not to judge people but either way right whether it's like I well judge. i read one book and i took in every single word so thoroughly you know versus i read 100 books and i'm you know on my 170th now you know like it's just yeah. shut up. And Chris Gale's like, they just listen to audiobooks. I, I think that's true. A lot I of people know. listen to audiobooks. Really? Well. I've never really? listened to an audiobook. Never? I still go to the library. I'm a dork. Yeah. 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 I like a hardcover book. I do. Yeah, like I gotta have a book. I yeah, mean, I've got, <laughs> I have I didn't six something. books right here that I could grab right now. <laughs> Plus, I have. Eight on my nightstand. Okay, so clearly this is about Andrea. So yeah. <laughs> it's like 97 books right here. No. Well, um, you know, I, I, I haven't read them all, but. No, no, no. Mm -hmm. I, um, I don't listen to audiobooks. I, oh, wow. And, you know, Andrea's going to find this. Well, I don't know if you find this funny, but I also don't listen to podcasts. People get really upset with me. First of all, you have to understand I've been producing podcasts, so it gets exhausting to constantly be producing a podcast, your own, but then other people's, which is when I was doing that with uh, content, when I was doing content um, management and producing, that was what I was doing. But also, I just, when I listen, it doesn't register to me. I have to have a visual component to it. The only time anything audio works for me is music. Um, and... I zone out if somebody's just in my ear and I can't see you. And I don't know. I don't think that's a bad thing or a good thing or a flaw or a strength. I just think it's who I am. And yeah, go ahead, Cynthia. Honestly, I think it depends on the person because I use a lot of audio books um, for school. Because oh. I'm a slower myself. And sometimes I might not. I'll read the same paragraph like 10 times. Like, what did I, I just read? But listening to it sometimes helps you understand yeah. it more. So that that did help me during school. Yeah, that I makes sense. To, I used to drive a lot far, so that helps pass the time. You know, you're driving well, there's, and you're There's different learning modalities that people have, right? Like that's, you yeah. know, when you're in school for teaching, it's, you know, you have to present things to the students in different ways. And some people are visual. Most people are visual. Some people are audio learn, you know, they have to hear it. Like you said, some people are tactile. They have to have something in their hands. I mean, it's, it's just, it's different for different people. I think. Let me just read Tony's comment. Redundant conversations on podcasts with no new insight have become exhausting to me over the past two years. I hear you. 
right there with you. I mean, everybody has a podcast. I mean, me included. Everybody has a podcast. You know what I mean? Um, so, I mean, I think that's why I try to change this up and do it more of a live streaming thing because I thought it would be much more fun and engaging. Um, but we'll see. I'm kind of sick of, you know, at least Andrea and Rick. So we won't have them next week. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love you. We and Rick Ooh, we're do our own thing together without you. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. We'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways. Okay. So we're at the one hour mark. Rick, thank you so much. Um, let me just see what else he wrote. Um, oh, I thought this was a great one. I loved this. Failure doesn't always lead to growth. Sometimes fa- failure just leads to pain. Sometimes the growth doesn't come from the failure, but simply outlasting the darkness. I was like... Here's my thing. It goes back to this thing I was talking about earlier, but like, I don't think you have to suffer or like you have to work really, really hard. Like, I think there's an element missing. And in a way, that's kind of what he's talking about. This idea that, you know, like people always say, um, it, you're going to fail a hundred times, but it might be that, you know, next time that then you'll make you or, or you won't. <laughs> or you won't. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like people, I love Michael Jordan, but people like to use Michael Jordan as a great example of someone who like, you know, wasn't the first pick and failed at this, 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 and then he finally made it. And And I'm like, that's Michael Jordan. (laughs) Like, I don't think it happens for everyone. And then people will say to me, if you give up, I didn't say nothing about giving up. I didn't say anything, but I think it goes back to what Eric said. It really has to be more about the journey right? Not the destination, but I don't think that's satisfying enough for me. Mm. I like, I don't know if it was Benjamin Franklin, but somebody like way old timey. Um, <laughs> Someone <laughs> way old timey. <laughs> they said, um, when you fail, don't look at it as a failure. Look at it as you just discovered another way that won't work. So you're getting closer to success. Ooh. I think that was Thomas Edison. <clears throat> Old time. I could be wrong. Old time. Look at he said. I said old time. <laughs> All of those guys are covered. <laughs> I think that's fair. I like that actually. Um, Eric just I'll said just either. He, Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to read Eric. Either he didn't dig deep enough, or wasn't able to see the silver lining or the hint to change course. Yep. I guess. Or maybe it's just. You, uh, not not enough time has passed to get the learning out of it. Everything is learning to me. It's and like growth, whatever you know. Like it's it's not about like okay, don't give up because that hundred and first time you know might be the one that hits. Every single time you are learning something, you may not know what it is for. 10 years, 20 years, you know, you look back on situations, you're like, Oh, yeah. I, you know what? I, maybe I'm just, you know, I, yeah, I don't know. I can see that, but then there are things that continuously happen. Even if you keep getting up and trying again and learning, I'm in a space right now where I'm trying to decide, um, what the purpose of life is. Right? <laughs> Because let me just say it this way, for the longest time, I thought I really knew. I really did. For myself. I don't mean for everyone else, right? And I've always said this. You're not going to be surprised. I've always said the purpose of life is to love and be loved. I've always thought that was the umbrella of why existing mattered, you know? And, and I'm not saying that that isn't true, that that isn't still true, but it's not enough for me. And I thought by now at this age, after everything I have accomplished, everything I have done, that I would be like, okay, excellent. 
maybe I didn't make this or do that, but, mm. but no, I'm still like, okay, I still have 19 things I have not accomplished. They're not new things. They're not new. They're not new things. <laughs> Andrea, you and I've had these conversations. We've had yeah. these conversations, yeah. you know? So I don't know. I don't know if I'm always learning. I think life is about learning, but I don't know every failure and every time I stumble and every time I fall, I learn something even. I don't know if that's true. Um, for me, I don't know about everyone else, but luck is the residue of hard work. So Oprah used to say, I know. <laughs> so back to all about the joy in the most negative sense possible. <laughs> Um, but Oprah used to say something that would annoy me and it still does today. She would say, and I don't know if it's her quote, but she used to say it all the time. She would say, luck is when opportunity and something meet. Hard work. When, op but I think that's the, yeah. Uh, is that what she says? Opportunity and hard work meet. Like and my thing, oh, yeah, well, anyway, I know the word is opportunity. Yeah. And hard work. Um, she's anyway, that's the gist of it. The problem is, I would say, opportunity is the luck. Not everyone gets the opportunity. You know what I mean? Um, if I, and I've said this a million times, if, if any of us were given, well, except for Rick, no, but if any of us were given like $200,000 and it was just to do something creative, you would do it. I'm not saying it would be you'd be successful at it, but you would put that money to it. You would work hard at it. You would do your best. And the difference between us and some other people is even if we failed in this scenario, we would fail and we'd have to go back to our regular jobs. Other people would fail and get more money to try again, right? From their parents, from the bank, from whatever it is, right? Because you and I, you all know people who continuously are not as talented, not as smart, not as brilliant, who keep, I know Andrea and I do anyway. Andrea, Andrea and I know people who really, really, really should not have what they have access to. <laughs> they shouldn't. And yet they have all the opportunity in the world and they just keep failing continuously, but it's still okay. They still have a roof over their head and the car that they want and the money that they need and the clothes that they want. And yeah, it's very depressing. Well, I, I'd say to go back to what Eric said, you know, it's about the journey. There's, you know, that was sort of Oprah's thing was the hard luck and or hard, hard luck, <laughs> hard work and opportunity. Um, but the, uh, I think it's Nicole Hannah Jones, the woman who put together the 1619 project. Oh, yeah. I've heard her talk several times. And one of the things that she always says is some of, some of us won't make it. Yeah. <laughs> Some of us won't make it. And I feel like that it's so confronting and like it hurts to hear it, yeah. but it's so honest too, you know, but part of what she says is you still have, you know, you've got to still get up and, and try. So right. I think it goes back to what Eric was saying. Like that's at the end of your life, you know, maybe you'll have made it, maybe you won't, but it's the friends you made along the way. <laughs> Bringing it back, right? And the friends and the time that you shared. And this sounds like a card you could make, Cynthia. You can make a card. Yeah. There we go. It can be like a <laughs> No matter how many times you fail, it's the journey, right? Like some weird hallmark, you know. You may not make it, but it's all about the journey. Right. 
So thanks for coming to all about the jewelry. Oh Oh my God. Let me do some questions. Let me do. I don't know if the questions are going to matter so much. Wait a minute. Um, Just to kind of hopefully we can end on a a funny note. Um, Earlier we were talking about, or I was talking about Richard Dean Anderson, who was 73 years old. Right. So I was wondering, um, and Rick, you cannot answer Linda Carter, but. Who is someone in their later years that you still find attractive? Well, define later. I was saying 70s, 80s, 90s. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, 40s, 50s, 60s, because we're so young. (laughs) Know your audience, girl. Ah, that's so funny. All right, I came up with some people to help y'all out because I knew. Well, clearly, I think Richard Dean Anderson is just, he's old as F, right? But he's just charming. He's so charming. Harrison Ford's a good one. Um, Look at Denzel Washington is only 68, but Lord have mercy. (laughs) Beautiful man. Um, Jeff Goldblum. I did not realize that he was older. Um, Cynthia, do you know any of these people I'm talking about? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not that <laughs> I know, but I'm trying to make you work it, you know what I mean? Like, just, um, okay, and this might be a weird one, but I didn't realize how old Steve Martin is. He looks great. Oh, I don't know yeah. if I think he's how old, but he looks great. Steve Martin? Yeah, how old is he? I don't know, 70-something. Uh-huh. I didn't write down his age. Um but I do think um, Harrison Ford, although I don't know what it is about him, but he's always annoyed me because he's so kind of detached. I think it's because he's high most of the time, right? <laughs> like, because he's a big hot head. <laughs> yeah. He just seems always so detached, so there's something there. But he does not give a shit He at does. All. Oh, That's why we love him. That's why you love him, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Any thoughts? I can't think of any old dudes. Rick? We like Rick's like. Do they need to be alive? Go ahead, Andrea. I'm sorry. I said, do they need to be alive? <laughs> no, there's no rule. Let me let me see in my rule book. Wait a minute. I'm high, and this show is up in my recommend. <laughs> I don't know who Kip Kip is. <laughs> Kip Kip, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate you. That was funny. I love that. I was How can I make? But then I got high. How can I make oh that I can make Kip Kip's things? I'm high and this showed up in my recommendation. Ooh, that's funny. Um da, 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 da. Is that your cat? That's the yeah. evil cat. Who's not evil? That's isn't that the e- Cynthia, weren't you there when the, she had the evil cat? The evil. Oh my god, you guys have very bad memories. He's five now. It was just his birthday this week. Well, isn't that the cat that, like, was going to scratch? That's the cat. Yeah. I mean, he will still, you know, attack you, but he just does it less. You know what? People with pets, you people crazy. That's all I'm going to say. I love you, but crazy people. Crazy people. Um, um, Rick. Uh, Probably like a bajillion. My mind's blank because there's just so many possibilities. Because you are not adding to my show right now. <laughs> okay, how about Sean Connery? Isn't he dead? Oh, yeah. Andrea said it was good. Yeah, but 
Yeah, that is okay. It's okay. There's no rules. Right, right. Yeah, I guess yeah. Sean Connery back in the day. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Jean Luc Picard. I can't help you with women, Rick. I don't know what women are. Marina only- Sirtis. There we go. We got Star Ooh. Trek. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, um, they don't know who that is. Mirna Sirtis. Is Don Luke Picard the bald dude from Star Patrick Trek? Stewart. Yep. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Although you ruined it for me because I was loving him during COVID because he was doing all that Shakespeare stuff. And then Andrea, you and I were talking, whatever, and he like married somebody who's like 40 years old and he's like 80 something. <laughs> Remember, you ruined it for me because you like researched it. Yeah, it was you because I was like, and I got all offended. I was like, oh man, I was so bummed. I don't know why it mattered to me. Like, but I, you know, maybe that's how do you guys feel about, you know, age differences after a certain age? I, it didn't matter to me, but then somehow it bummed me out that he married somebody literally twice his age younger. Jeff Goldblum, too, same thing. They all do. No comment. Share though. Share is uh, hanging out with some guy. I mean, yeah, I think it's a rapper, and he's like twenty-seven, and she's seventy-something. Wow. <laughs> there you go. That could be her grandchild. <laughs> what? That could be her grandchild. I think he's twenty-seven or something. I don't know, but he's much younger. I mean, you know. But somebody, somebody wrote and said, "Yeah, but she looks good." <laughs> Okay, that's all that matters. Um, so you, work, but it's gonna you're gonna have different obstacles than most people do. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Andrea's not saying a word because her husband's <laughs> what 15 years younger than you. Not not quite that much, but close. <laughs> I'm sorry, 14 and a half. I'm not making a judgment. I know Walter, it's fine, but I um I'm just saying 40 87. <laughs> if it was if it was reversed, you'd be calling her a gold digger, right? That's what we would be doing. We'd be like, that's a gold digger. But Tony, my experience has been that if there's more than a 5-year gap, there are issues over time more than normal. Yeah. Yeah. That seems fair. That's fair. Totally fair. I've seen several couples though that are ten years apart, and it worked perfectly for them. Yeah. So, ten's not too far apart. Yeah, you know what? I again, I am very judgy. <laughs> so, <but laughs> very, very judgy. I admit it. Everyone's always like, "I, I don't judge." Yeah, okay. So you're not human. I Everybody. judge all day long, huh? Everybody, listen. If you have a baby, and you are interviewing babysitter. You are judging each one of them because you don't want a pedophile in your house. Hello? Everybody judges. Everybody judges. Everybody judges. Thank you, Rick. Rick, you didn't contribute a lot today, but when you did, it was powerful. That's what we're looking for here at the podcast. Okay? All right. All right. Quality over quantity. Yes. Yes, that's right. Um, Another theme today. All right. So we're at the 115 mark. Any last words from everyone? I, I had more questions, but we're we're kind of um, we'll save those for next time. Um, but we're at the one. This was kind of fun and simple, and we had technical issues. Rick, you're going to help out next time. Yeah, Try to figure me. this out. Yeah, my stupid camera to work, but yeah, yeah. Well, no, I'm not talking about the camera, but just the producing thing. What was the whole point of me doing that today? And then it didn't work. 
We'll have to figure it out. We'll do some testing or something. Cynthia, anything else you want to say? Did you have fun your first time? You're going to come back again? I did. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you got more comfortable later on. Like in the beginning, you were a little nervous. It was so cute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know, but see, it's like on, like it's when you and I talk. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Thank you, Eric. I want you to come on the show. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to send you a instant. What am I? Oh my God. I'm blacking out. Uh, DM. Oh my God. I'm like losing it. Um, Andrea, last words, my friend. Good to see you, Cynthia. You too. And you too, Carmen. And you too. Rick. Oh, I was like, <laughs> that's what going to be like. Rick. <laughs> I'm just waving. No, I'm just I'm glad just, you guys I could say specifically to Cynthia because I haven't seen her in. I think it's what, been two years. two years. Yeah, I think it was more than that, wasn't it? I don't know. No, it was it two was years. It was your birthday it? a year, two years ago, right? Yeah, two years this June. It'll be two years this June. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I only remember that because I put it towards all about. For it's all about my surgery. So again, here is Carmen, here is Carmen, and here is the world. <laughs> That's how that works, right? Like so. Center of my about books, I would like to recommend everybody go to Amazon and look for Canela by Carmen Lisette. I'm just saying. Oh, Rick, stop doing that. Thank you, but stop. <laughs> I appreciate you, but stop. Yes, and you read all about my Carmen. I'm sorry. <laughs> So that's what a producer is supposed to do. But you know what? I'm happy to give my book away at this point. I, I have enough. If people want my book, just send me a message on my contact. I don't need people. To, I, I know I suck at well, this. You can I'll purchase it on Amazon. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hey, Rick, you said you were going to do your audio version of your book, right? Still haven't done it, but I'm going to. Oh, hopefully. we're going to do it. Okay. Yeah. Rick also has a book. But you have to be not you don't you don't have to be religious. But you, what is um, your book again? This it's a little deep. All right, I'm not gonna say nothing. Religious. What is this something about? It's about well, what uh, is it called? Unlocking the mystery of speaking in tongues. It's about. Oh, like Andrea that. gonna hit you in about two seconds. Andrea <laughs> gonna talk to you. She gonna speak in tongues for you. Wow. <laughs> Andrea and Cynthia do not know how religious you are. That's what I love about you. And I love your people who come and visit and stuff because like you're like, he's super religious, like Bible reading, quoting, <laughs> singing everyday service, religious. I got this book every the other day? day. I got this book the other day. Useless information. I'm going to pick one out. Okay. You I think I bought that for my brother for Christmas one year. <clears throat> you cannot taste food unless it is mixed with saliva. This is true for all foods. I did not know that. Wait, say that again? <laughs> like, what? It says you cannot taste food unless it is mixed with saliva. This is true for all foods. I had no but idea. But taste How is actually taste? connected to your scent. So if you don't smell the food, you actually can't taste the food. That, more so. information. Here we go. You couldn't possibly taste it without saliva. I mean, I guess they're saying like if your tongue was dry. <laughs> there, even if it was dry, there'd still be saliva. Mm. To taste right. it. I have to try that with ice cream. That's why it's useless. <laughs> That's why it's useless, right? Useless information. <laughs> um, yeah, but Andrea, he does a show every day. Where is my... Seven years. Every day. Never missed Every day. day. Rick Costa. I've gone on it a couple times, and I just don't say a word. But then I say stuff when he does the game. He has a game at the end. But he sings religious stuff. He writes his own music. He does um, Bible stuffage. 
He prays for people. I'm not saying, I'm saying it in my way, in my way. <laughs> but here's the thing. I, and I've said this a million times. That's how you know friendships are cool because me and him can, when we do, we disagree on a lot of things, major things, but we can have great conversations about them and respect each other. And there's not a lot of people you can do that with. Um, especially true. nowadays, especially nowadays, you know, with the whole yep. kind of Trump and anti-Trump people. I gotta show you something. Uh-oh. No, don't, don't start a political thing. Cause if that's a Trump hat, <laughs> I'm gonna lose my shit in two seconds. What? What? I got a Jesus bobblehead. Okay, that was awesome. That was so perfect. But but anyways, but I, I think it's kind of cool. So I love that. Um, again, if people want to check out Andrea, go to the Genesis group and it's .com. It's spelt exactly as it is on the screen. Um, she's a consultant and she is the CEO of the company. But um, I don't want to say what you do because I always have the wrong wording. But you want to tell people a little bit? Uh, I work with businesses to make their workplace culture better and I do leadership coaching. Yeah. <clears throat> so genesisgroup.com, check that out. Um, and again, one more time. What? I said she needs to come to my job. <laughs> <laughs> Give them the information, have them watch the show, tell them to add my show, All About the Joy, and then have her come out, fly her out to do it. She she goes to Boston. Honey, she was in Arkansas the other day. Oh, where were you? Iowa. Iowa. We go to Boston. Okay. <laughs> Iowa. No offense to anybody from Iowa. We love people in Iowa. Um, <laughs> Cynthia, check out her website. Um, it's CynthiaYvetteLopez.com. We got to shorten that up. We got to get you on an Etsy. <laughs> Things we got to do, but her cards are on there. Some of her samples. Send her a message if you want to get some more information on um, her beautiful cards. And um, I don't know how to do the whole showing, but I, she did a card for me on the, this is how cool she is, on the anniversary of my hip surgery. So a year later, she sent me a card. Can I try to do this just so I can show? I would love to see one. Okay. Well, this is, um, let me see if I can do this. What I get confused by is I don't know how to show and see it at the same time. Um can you guys see it yet? No. 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 I don't know what it's doing. Okay, wait. All right, wait. Here we go. Let's see if I can go to my desktop, and then I got to go down. So here's the front of it. Can you see it now? You no, not you're loading. No, no, but you can see my desktop. Oh, there it goes. Okay, oh, yep. okay so this is the front of it, right? This is all she handmade all this, right? This is the front, and this is the back over here. And then my favorite part was the inside. Cynthia, do you remember this? Yeah. <laughs> Look at me. It's so cute. Happy anniversary on your new hip. <laughs> Happy hip anniversary. Happy hip birthday. Oh, so cute. But she sends those all the up. Oh, I lost you. Did I lose no, we're good. you? We're good. Okay, but like you have to show me how to do it so I can actually see people when I do it because the whole screen goes blank and I can't see anything. Yeah, I'm doing it wrong. But anyways, my point is, isn't that cute? And that's just like a that's one of her simple cards, and it's like and she sends them up for all different things, huh? 
said it's super cute and so super sweet. adorable. And it was like, I wasn't expecting it. And, um, you know, like those little things just make your day. They just make you so happy. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's the little yeah. things. It really is. That's why I like making them. And I know, and I'm just thinking how much joy I get from them. And I could see how people would want to buy them and that the profit margin would be extraordinary. Just saying. Retirement. retirement. <laughs> I have all these plans out there. My, my, my poor goddaughter, uh, Juliana. I'm like, so when you make it big, what do you have to do? She's like, I have to make sure you're okay in retirement. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, take care of your mom and dad first. It's totally cool. But what about Carmen? So um, all right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for coming by. We'll be back again. Oh, my God. We went an hour, 30 minutes. We got to stop because I can't edit all this. Well, okay, we did have technical difficulties in the beginning. So, you know, got to give that a pass. No, but you know what happens is I try to not just post it all on my podcast because it's too much. But then going in and, you know, look at it, at some point. Good night, Eric. I'll pay for an editor or whatever, and we'll do this, and it won't be a big deal. Thank you, Eric. Good night. Thank you, Tony, Kevin, Chris Gales, everyone who stopped by. Melanie. Was Melanie here? Yeah, Melanie was here. Thank you, Kip Kip. Kip, whoever that was, thank you so much. (laughs) And um, thank you, all of you, for coming, and I hope you'll come back. And, um, yeah, have a great one. I'm going to end the stream, so say goodbye. Bye. Bye. The Thanks for stopping by All About the Joy. Be better and stay beautiful, folks. Have a sweet day.